and welcome back to Wrestler's Court. Da 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 da. Presiding Judge Booger Red, The Undertaker. Keep rolling, rolling till you rest in peace. I'm Michael P.S. Hayes, and I don't even understand why I'm here. Because, Michael, you can't call black people the N-word. You call black, you call Mark Henry the N-word. You can't do that. I didn't even call him the N-word. All I said was, I'm more of an N-word than he was. Well, if I hear you saying the N-word one more time, I'm going to lock you in a room with Mark Henry and the New Day and close the door and act like it ain't nothing happening. Aw, uh, please don't do that. I'm afraid of black people. Also, I like getting vulnerable women drunk and back on alcohol even though they went to rehab. And hey, I won't get punished for it. I'll just get sent home for a few days. I'm Michael P.S. Hayes. Uh, Michael P.S. Hayes? Just for that, I'm going to need you to go see the APA. I've already paid them for this. Oh, but Bill Watts lets me say the N-word all the time. And I kicked Bill Watts' ass too. I dropped his, dropped his in the ass in the ground six feet deep. Oh, well, well, Vince McMahon can say it. How come Vince McMahon can say it? And then Bill Watts those few times can say it. And then Ric Flair can say it to Teddy Long that one time. Oh, but I can't say it now. Mark Henry, come get him. <laughs> no, hey, God, no, I'm sorry. Hey, hey, sorry, God, sorry. Let me, let me get that. And that was Wrestler's Court. Dun, 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 dun. Join us, join us, ne- join us next time when Randy Orton steps in trial. <laughs> All charges dismissed. <laughs> that Randy Orton privilege. <laughs> we'll try this again in Little People's Court. Oh man, they're just like Brian Kendrick and Hornswoggle, <laughs> and I, I, Paul London. And Brian, K- <laughs> like, like in a in like a proto Daniel Bryan is like, you can't wear my, you can't grow a beard because that's my gimmick, <laughs> right? El Torito. God, I love El Torito. Where's he at? He had talent. He's a steak. Oh. <laughs> or he was it? Where are baby cows? Is that veal? <laughs> Is he veal? Yep. <laughs> yep. We about to say, you about to say, you know, heavy machinery's gimmick is states and weights. Aww. They lifted him, they aided him. Come on, El Torito as their manager for heavy machinery, states and weights. You, you just see, you awesome. just see, you just you just see him with a little tank top on. You go, he just he has a little bull, he has a little bull horse, and he's just blowing the whistle. And then if he blows it really hard, smoke comes out. Yeah, you already know since uh, what's it? Kurt Hawkins has nothing to do. He can manage him and be big Torito. All I'm saying is those are ideas. Welcome back to what I'm really going to call this wrestling is terrible podcast now because I like that name better. Change approved. Okay. Sorry, that wrestler's court thing is something we literally did five seconds before we started. I loved it. I think it's a great idea and we're going to enact that a lot more whether you like it or not. <laughs> it's just an, it's just another it's just another segue brought to you by the Access Podcast presents Wrestling is Terrible. <laughs> Man. Me and Cam think it's great, so for people who might listen to this, sorry, we're going to do it anyway. All 12 of you better get on board. Uh, wait, where are we at? RVD, oh yeah, 12. I like how 12 of them going to really be our friends. <laughs> RVD versus Edge is oh, coming up is, here. This is actually good, so yeah. Oh no, this match is great. I'm a huge fan of this match. The backstory is, well, when I say backstory, I really mean... What they hastily put together. So, RVD cashed in the MITB 
to be JC at ONS. That doesn't rhyme. One night stand. I see what you did there. You tried. I give you points for trying. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I'm in about hour five during this point of writing these notes down. So I did all of it back to back. Oh, and that was the first time I watched it. I had to watch it a second time. And I I hate you so much, Cam. And I hate 2006. Everybody take a drink. drink. So, oh man, I'm a little drunk now. So, well, you needed that to watch this. So you're welcome. <laughs> Uh, Rob Van Dam was awarded the EC Dub Championship. Edge got mad and wants his title back. Cena's mad because he lost. He's mad at everyone in the EC Dubs. But Edge was already the number one contender. There's no real story here. Edge wants a title. Rob has it. Bam. I mean, that, that's basically you know you know you know what the you know what the story of this is. What's that? Uh, they put the title they put the title on Rob to try to build up ECW. Edge and Cena already has something going on. And Triple H and Shawn Michaels are busy being immature jerk jackasses right now. But I will say it does kayfabe make sense for Edge to cost Cena because kayfabe Edge does not think he can beat Cena. Yes. So he thinks he has an easier time with Rob. That's why he did it. I, now they never explicitly said that. Mm-hmm. But kayfabe that way makes sense. I'm not really, again, I'm, I hate armchair booking. I'm not into it. But I think that's what they wanted us to infer but never said. I don't know. It's 2006. Who gives a fuck? But one thing I will tell you, Omniverse, is that Cam and I, we are really huge uh, Rated R Edge fans. I really love this Rated R gimmick around this time. Yeah, we both really love it. I have, an, I have, a, I have a love for... John Cena that's gone on since he was a white rapper. Oh Gimmick. my god, that's I ridiculous. Mean, I, I, mean, I mean, you are literally the only person I know that liked Cena in 2005 or six. There's always one. And, or, and Bryson. You're out, Nelford. So Bryson started watching wrestling like 2014. Well, Bryson, well, Bryson doesn't count. He doesn't yeah. know. He just I some, know better and I still like yeah. him. <laughs> Bryson saw some dude in jeans and was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> That's literally Bryson right there. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, Bryson. <laughs> He's a really great guy. I had me a cast him in that light. He's an awesome person, but still. But still, he likes John Cena like I like. Uh, me and both like Oh, John no, Cena. don't get me wrong. You and him are both wrong, and you guys should have better taste. I do, and I, I do, mm-hmm. but everyone's allowed one. Also, we both like New Tits Lita. New Tits Lita is fantastic. And I'm not saying that to like demean her or anything. I'm just saying she got breast augmentation, then joined Edge. So, hey, it's New Tits Lita, and we mean that respectfully. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to be biased here, but I was rooting for one person, and that one person's name is not RVD. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be biased. I'm not going to be biased. I'm rooting for one person. And because we're completely objective, when, when Edge and Lita come out, Lita looks fantastic from her face to her feet. Those bangs, though? I'm sorry. I, I don't know what you were thinking, Lita. Them bangs ain't working, Pippin. Like, when, just, you're, when you're that slutty, you can make anything work. Well, she's not actually slutty. She's, just, she's a little revealing. Like, okay, you cheated on your boyfriend with Edge. If that makes you slutty, so be it. But those bangs, you know what? Those bangs make her slutty. It's not working. It's not, the bangs aren't working. And there's nothing wrong 
with women sleeping with who they want to sleep with. True. There is something wrong if you have those bangs while doing it. That's all I'm saying. It's just those bangs are very distracting. It doesn't really fit. Like, her face is a very beautiful face. Everything works on it except the bangs. I don't know. I just... It didn't... Like, maybe if she had not the pigtails with it. Like, it were like bangs, and it just came straight down, maybe? I don't want to objectify her, but I think you're spending too much time looking at her hair and not her chest. The bangs are very distracting. Her chest looks great, but I mean, it's a chest, dude. Many, many women have them. The bangs, though, Cam. Like, it's just... It just wasn't right. It just something just didn't fit. I don't know. It was very distracting. Here, you know, Matt Hardy right now is on SmackDown being like, oh man, Amy Dumas, aka Amy Dumas. Wait, yeah. A- a- <laughs> AKA Amy Dumas, aka Lita. AKA Lita, my dog, Jeff. I'm on Painkillers 2 right now. But I'm not adding him to the count. Because oh. this is not a SmackDown pay per view? Also, I don't know if RVD is a painkiller problem, but I do think i remember him saying something about it i'm pretty sure rvd has a pro i think rvd has a problem with elevation well i mean i don't think weed is ever a problem for anybody to be honest with you man weed doesn't make it you know weed doesn't make you do anything that dumb oh shit her bangs are kind you of see what up. i'm saying about the bangs though you see you get it you see and look she has that little pigtail thing in the back it doesn't work like look see what i'm saying look at how they're, they're not even the bangs are uneven, but the two like little pigtail thingies she's got in the back, they could work. It's just she really needs to redo right, the Right, but they're like, they're like half-ass pigtails. So, okay, y'all at home. So, she has the bangs in the front, which are uneven, but she also has hair let down in the back. And the two small pigtails don't come out directly to the sides. It's like, it's like they're almost put back, I don't know, uh, obtusely. So it's like one is coming out here at 60 degrees, one is coming out to 40, and, and it's not like it's not like 90, but it's they're very small pigtails. It just doesn't work. Just go go watch the pay-per-view. Watch this match anyway, because this match is great. But you'll see what I'm talking about with those pigtails. Man, the, Leah's bangs are the worst thing about this pay-per-view. You think those bangs <laughs> so are the worst thing about this pay-per-view. So and you bad. just sat through <laughs> Ric Flair versus Mick Foley, two out of three falls, and you're still going to say the bangs are the worst thing about this oh. pay-per-view? I'll have you know the I... Spirit Squad have yet to show up. Oh, you're right. No, that is going to be the worst thing. But and, now. <laughs> and, and if I'm going to cater to your ego, John Cena hasn't shown up yet. That actually wasn't that bad compared to these bangs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting over this. <laughs> Alright, Edge grabs a mic. This is the crowd. Something about hockey. I imagine the Carolina Hurricanes won the Stanley Cup, but I don't care because I didn't look into it. But Edge and Christian have been talking about sports teams for years. Well, now re now re-examining or now taking another look at Lita, she should have picked it on a better top. No, that top's fine. The bangs aren't. No, not really feeling right. the top. I mean, I do love that it matches the theme of this uh, pay-per-view and it's red. And so is Edge's tights. So Edge did said also that Oh, once... RVD, you can't even match the te- you can't even match the theme of the pay-per-view, you fucking loser. Yeah, but no snow bangs. And then Edge said on the microphone, once he wins, him and Lita are gonna have a live sex 
cut off her bangs, give her a new haircut celebration. That's totally what he said. That means they're going to fuck in the beauty salon. That's Yep, that's totally what he said. Oh, there's something about incest, but whatever. RVD comes out to a smallish pop, and that's why this match is placed on the card with three matches to go. Uh, I also I also want to point out that RVD is wearing the ECW and the WWE title right. around his waist, but he's got the EC title above the WWE one on his chest, and it looks like the ECW title is a bra. Well, you know, Robbie Two Belts isn't exactly super over right now. <laughs> he'll never he'll never be a Becky Two Belts. Robbie Two Belts. Robbie Robbie Two Blunts. You knew that was coming. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Robbie Two Bangs. Uh, Robbie, uh, Robbie, two suspension. Oh goddamn! All right. So, I mean, I mean, well, what's the countdown today until he's suspended? I know it's like two weeks. No, serious. I think it's like two days away. I'm not kidding. I think it's like two well, days let's away. Let's see. Uh, let's see. He. Let's this see, is he get, June 25th. He, I thought he got pulled oh, over on June 27th or June 28th. Then it's the next. All right. So yeah, it's about to say. So this is his last week on top. Yeah, because he, he, he loses he the tro- week after this. Yeah, he gets in trouble the next week. Yeah. Yeah. No, he gets in trouble like this week, but he loses all his yeah. belts next week. Week yeah, after, yeah, he like he gets pulled over. Uh, yeah, he's gonna lose. He's gonna drop the WWE title to Edge. Man, times you need that Randy Orton privilege, right? I know, right? He drops that WWE title to Edge on Raw, and then next night he drops it to Big Show. Did you know that there is a fifth movie in the Jason Bourne series called The Orton Privilege? Really? I took all oh, three seconds to think of that. All right. Where you get away with where you get away with everything and everyone is just like, wow. oh no, I just killed the crowd at home. <laughs> I just killed it. They're like, oh man, I lost it. Anyway, so well, Robbie, you know, you know what RVD lost? Oh, oh his fucking titles for being an idiot. It, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> that is true. Okay, so there's some stalling to start the match. They do some back and forth. Edge does some actually pretty athletic dodging of RV Dizzle's moves. And then Edge looks all worried and shit once RVD starts to do shit. And then Robbie attempts a windmill kick that completely misses Edge's face. It wasn't even close. But Edge sells it anyway. And then he uh, moves out the way of a rolling blunt. You know, to the a- you know he only sold that because he could smell the weed coming off that kick. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Gotta, He's gotta probably roll. smoking it with him. Maybe. So then Edge moves out the way of a rolling blunt thunder to the outside. RVD does some cool shit like a backflip, a couple of kicks. Lita interferes, and then Edge takes control. And then, and I do not advise this to anybody, Edge does some offense, and then he does a sunset powerbomb to RVD from the apron to the outside. So RVD's on the apron. Edge runs, jumps over him, and RVD thinks it's necessary to take a sunset powerbomb to the outside from the apron. It well, fucking looked brutal. Well, if this was ECW, it would have been through a table and taps. Man, it just, that the thud you hear is disgusting. Like, you know, as you saw like, earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's, ugh. And then it... it Edge does some offense, and then JR asks King, after King says a whole bunch of shit, JR asks Jerry, is everything in your life about sex? Uh, and the answer to that is yes. The better question would be, is everything in your life about underage well, sex? Well, it's not all about sex. He also likes bigotry and Coca-Cola. I saw that. 
He also still wants to run for mayor of Memphis. No, well, he'll. I mean, he's lost like five times, and uh, he really. But likes he's under, not a quitter. He really likes underage women. Yeah, a lot. Edge gets on the apron in an RVD, and again, and the what the fuck are they thinking spot. RVD does a cross body over the top rope while Edge is still standing on the apron. And then they both fall to the outside, where Edge falls flat on his back and RVD falls on top of him. It again, it looked fucking brutal. And I don't know I I don't know whose idea that was, but you would only do that if you're high. That means they can't feel it. Immediately following that, RBD gets back on the apron and then does his little spinning leg drop while he puts Edge over top of the barricade. Edge moved, and then again, RBD stuck that barricade with this hamstring. It looked fucking brutal, the thud you hear. I was like, thank God he stretched, otherwise he would have tore a hammy. Man, for real. And I'm just like, you gotta be high for this. Uh, uh, and then they get back in the ring. There's a nice exchange. They all look sore as fuck, by the way. Edge. And this is like five minutes into the match. Yeah. Watch this match. This match is good. Edge throws RBD through the middle rope. And then RBD's uh, foot catches the rope a little bit. I don't know if he meant to do this. But once again, he falls hard on his side this time to the outside. Like, he, he didn't put his arm down. He didn't land on his feet because his foot caught the rope, and I guess he didn't get it over. And he just falls very hard on the side and shoulder. Mm-hmm. It, again, it just looks sore as shit. RBD is taking these really sick bumps. It's just vengeance. This isn't WrestleMania. It's not a takeover. Oh, yeah, I didn't even include when Edge power bombs RBD on the barricade. Jesus. All this happened within a few minutes, by the way. It looked fucking sore as shit. Why is he taking these bumps? Because he's high and he doesn't know better. I mean, it, at least I'm glad and RBD wasn't arrested yet, but I'm glad he's taking this I'm WWE champion thing seriously. He's trying to put on a good show. Yeah, him and Edge are out there like, okay, we're not going on last. Fuck you. Here's why we should. And, you know, they, they, they know DX is going on last. I'd be mad too. Anyway, Edge goes back on the offense. Works over the lower back. Rest hold. Jerry says this stupid fucking thing, which Cam, you know I hate. What do you say? Anytime RVD kicks Edge, Jerry says educated feet. Your feet don't have a degree. Your feet are a part of your body. They're a part of your body. Fuck, I hate when they do that. RVD does some comeback offense, including, what's that, Cam? Omicron's favorite move, the BBD. The BBD. Back body drop. Back body drop. BB Dizzle. Most devastating move to Omicron and only Omicron. <laughs> hey, that's a signature move. You got to press triangle and hit that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the BBD. Uh, JR says during some kick out. Okay, so Edge is pinning RVD. And JR actually says this when RVD kicked out. The ref's hand was going south and Van Damme's shoulder was going north. I'm not kidding. Well, Perry Saturn's eyes were going east and west. But up is not north. Just because you lift your shoulder up, it's not north. To the sky is not north because of gravity, right? Yes. Right. 
And if you put your hand down on the mat, that's not going south. That's not how that works. Because up and down, left and right, or they're, you know, they're uh, co-relative terms. You know, yeah. it's a relative term pending where you are. The north, south, east, and west are actual directions that do not change. You mean to t- you mean to tell me that a southern bumpkin from Oklahoma doesn't know geography? I only hope Vince gave him that line <laughs> because that's. I mean, I I thought educated feet was stupid. That was stupid. Anybody has a degree at least. Well, if you got about if you had to pick, which one would you rather hear? Well, I lied. That's not the dumbest thing. You're you're about to hear something else dumber. Well, I've heard. Well, I've heard dumber. How about greatest underdog champion in history? But that's enough of smack. Oh yeah. Or how about since Kamala's here, Eugene can relate to somebody. <laughs> or how? Or how about anything they try to push about? You know what? Like the time they said Primo Cologne was the next Eddie Guerrero. They can fuck <laughs> all the way off. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so... I don't know where I am anymore. Rolling Thunder to Edge from the Top Rope by R.V. Dizzle. And then Split Leg Moonstruck... Split Leg Moonsault. Ref Bump. Edge then grabs a belt. Robbie E. kicks at... Wait. Nope. That's Robbie V. kicks Edge with the belt. And J.R. calls it a Van Beltonator. Spike DT by Edge. Ref is still out, but then he wakes up a little bit. Kick out. Ed, or it looks like Edge got busted open the hard way because mm-hmm. he has a cut on the side of his eye as opposed yeah. to the middle of his forehead. That's that's a hard way with you when you're dealing with the RVD kicks. Lita sets up a chair in a corner so Edge can spear RVD into it, and he moves out the way. And when I say Edge ran in that chair, Edge ran full speed into the chair. Edge Goldberg himself. He ran so hard, he knocked Lita off the apron. <laughs> Again, I'll say, he Goldberg himself. Five... Oh. <laughs> Damn. Only difference was, it's not Saudi Arabia and it's not 100 degrees. Oh, shit. Building. I forgot about the concussion counter. We have a lot of counters that we're not tracking. Well, let's just start this one at one. Ding. Because I, I can't remember anything else that required... Ooh, well, maybe a Rick Rick Foley. Uh, oh, the Mick Rick Foley match. Uh, there's probably one in there. Because it's Mick Foley. Yeah. Anyway, so five star Frog Splash. Rob Van Dreese wins the match. And of course, like two days after this, RV Dizzle gets arrested, loses his push. Him and Sabizi, Sabu, get arrested for weed and paraphernalia and a couple of pills and shit. And RBD takes most of the rap. Good on him. Uh, that match is pretty good. I enjoyed it. I yeah. thought it was a great match. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a good match. It was. It belonged to be in the main event. Jerry Lawler complains again how he can't watch another couple have sex. Jerry Lawler needs to leave his fetishes at home when on the commentary booth. You know, Jerry Lawler's fiance is like thirty years old now, which is good for him. He's like almost seventy. Well, yeah, it's really good for him. He needs someone to call the uh, ambulance for when he has another heart attack. Well, I'm just glad that she's not 13. She could have been. Go look it up, everybody, if you don't think we're serious. (laughs) We are totally serious. He likes likes him too. He likes him young. Allegedly. I'm only saying that because, you know. About to say he allegedly likes him young, and I'm allegedly a little bit. Yeah, but he allegedly seriously likes it. 
Anyway, yeah. so the EC... Oh, backstage. The EC dub guys are celebrating RV Dizzle's win. Heyman comes out to hype the Extreme Lumberjack match between Cena and Sabuzle. Justin Crabble looks high as shit. I forgot Roadkill was even in ECW 2006, but he's here. Nunzio forgot to dye his beard because his hair is jet black and his beard is gray. He ran it. But I say he ran out just for he ran out. He ran out of that uh, hair dye. Uh, I guess, or just forgot about it. Anyway, next matchup is what I call the match of the night. Guess what that is? Oh god, is it Kane versus Fake Kane? It's Kane versus Luke Sauce. Oh, it's Luke Gallows. That's right. I'm just gonna call him. Now it's Imposter Kane, but just for you know, well, I'm just gonna call him Luke because that's who it is, just to save us, you know, confusion. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Cam, guess how much story they gave us before this match began? Uh, about one week's worth. One week's worth. Uh, there's about six weeks worth of story. What? Guess how much they recapped? About one week's worth. None. There you go. None. The match just started, and I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Because the first time I watched it, I didn't do any research yet. I just wanted to see if I could figure anything out, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't, because they didn't say anything. So. What's the story, Wishbone? Well, first out, okay, well, the story happened here is that, okay, Kane was in a tag team with Big Sauce. And, you mean Big Slow? Yeah, Big Slow, Big, big Sauce, whatever. And big hardcore Paul White. And a team that I think was called Fat Ass Fire. Nah, that wasn't that good. No, it was just called We're Fat. Well, it could be called Fire Sauce, but Fat Fire Sauce? Slow Burn. Slow, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I love it. (laughs) Slow Burn. Oh man, that's great. That's way better than what I had. So they're in a tag team. They won at WrestleMania. They had the titles and they lost them to the Spirit Squad. Uh, Kane turned on show because of the Randy Orton syndrome. Voices in his head. They talked to him. They understand. But Randy was suspended at the time, so it couldn't have been him. Anyways, May 19th was the thing going on because that's when Kane's movie, See No Evil, came out. But on a random Raw, Kane alluded that that date was the day his mother and family were killed in that fire that Taker set that Kane got blamed for, according to his book and random, I guess, storyline. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Paul Bearer is still his dad or not at this point. He is. So anyway, the voices continued after May 19th because the pay-per-view didn't come by yet. So, when Kane was met by his imposter, Luke Sauce, with the mask, Kane says he knows who he is. And so, Luke Gallows is now going to face imposter Luke Gallows at Vengeance. Well, things will get much better for Luke Gallows once he joins that straight edge society. Dude, for real. And it's crazy because, you know, Luke Gallows is wearing a mask. And imposter Luke Gallows isn't. But he's a dead ringer for Luke Gallows. I know, man. Luke Gallows is getting a main event push here. No, also, no one in the crowd cares because no pops were made during this match. Just like there was no uh, promo package given to this story because, of course, we had to give more segments to DX. 
Also, they did a better job with... Well, yeah, that true. That That's right, too. They gave, like, no promos here because DX needed more. Vince had to push somebody down the stairs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, Which is ironic because they're rolling with what's hot. Wait, what, what's hot? The um, DX thing. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, Which is ironic. Crowd loves it. I mean, they did sell a lot of shirts. Like I, like I said, DX merch run. So, Kane comes out first, followed by Luke Sauce, and they fix the hair, because it does not get nearly as frizzy during this match. Kane starts with punches, Gallows does the sit-up spot, crowd chants May 19th, whole bunch of boring shit. Kane tries to take off the mask. King says, and I quote, Imposter Kane looks more like Kane than Kane himself. Now, Cam, why is that not possible? Because neither one of them are Kane. Well, Luke Gallows has a mask on. Mm-hmm. And if Luke Gallows has a mask on, how can he look more like Kane than Kane, who we know is actually Kane? Because this Kane looks like this Kane looks like 1998 Kane. True. Well, there's a whole bunch of scuttle footing. Crowd's bored. I'm bored. You're bored. What the fuck are we doing here? Well, wishing. Well, we're both watching this match and realizing that neither one of these is Best Kane. I hate 2006. Take a drink. Best Kane is 2001 to 2000. Well, 2000 to 2002 Kane. I did enjoy 2010 Kane because he killed Mysterio, and that was a lot of fun for me. He is also cutting long philosophical promos against himself. Like Mr. Gang gets to do in 2000. Like, Kane, what are you doing? Who's going to stop me? I'm Kane. Fair enough. I mean, hey, you know. Fair enough. <laughs> Except everybody, it turns out. Kane makes a comeback. No silence. No psychology. No sense of urgency. Kane is somehow slower here than he is in 2012. Don't ask me how he just is. Oh, here's a fun spot. Gallows tries to step over a top rope, but he can barely do it. When I say barely, I mean barely. It's like tiptoes, man. So, alright. Gallows gets on the top rope. What I assume to do is a flying clothesline. Kane gets up there and does an exploder suplex off the top. Now, here's why it's an exploder suplex. It was meant to be a super, uh, a super suplex. Superplex! <laughs> it was meant to be a superplex, but somebody messed up. And I don't know if Gallows didn't get his arm over first or Kane was too slow to do it. But Kane started that bitch and they were not in suplex motion. So Kane just grabbed him and Gallows just jumped. And it actually turned out not to be that bad. It looked better than a superplex. So Kane just kind of threw him and it looked like to be an exploder. And I think its spot was better. But there's no way the fuck they meant to do it because Gallows is green right now. So that we'll was call, cool. We'll call it a happy accident. Yeah, it looked great. Like just, children. You could tell that it didn't mean to do it, but it looked great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Gallows no-sells that wonderful exploder. Choke slams Kane. Three count. Gallows and the Luke sauce is your winner. Crowd doesn't care. You don't care. I don't care. Drink. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Let me take a sip of this brewski real quick. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. What beer am I drinking? I don't know. We don't have any sponsors. So. Yeah, sponsors, why don't you have to fix that? 
Hey, let's go to the move counter for this match. We have exactly five moves. It's a trick question. So, the total amount of moves is eight. What? Two Pokemon? But I counted three moves twice because Kane and Luke Gallows both did them. So they both did a side slam, they both did a suplex, and they both did a power slam. Nice count each one. That's six. Then you have a choke slam, and then the top roach botch sploder. So total eight. Okay. So seven minute match, eight wrestling moves. Way on par with 2006. And I'm beginning to think that the Kang and Undertaker aren't as good as we think they are. Well, it depends. Is it 2000 and 2001? They, I, I've been watching those Raws, man. I just, I don't, I don't know. They're just, I don't know if it's nostalgia. They're just not as good as I remember them being. Like, it, they're boring. They're just, they're boring. They're boring. They're boring now. Back when they actually had more people to work with, they were better. I mean, true. During a two-man power trip thing, or Kane Undertaker were cleaning out everybody, it was great. But dude, this sucks. Brothers of Destruction, that's Kane and Taker. Remember the Concrete Crip Handicap Tag Match against the Dudley Boys? That was fucking stupid. Great American Bash 2004. That sounds like a that sounds like a coming attraction. Well, that was just the Undertaker. That was dumb. All I'm saying is, I don't think they're as good as we remember them being. That's all I'm saying. Maybe they're good. They're just boring. I don't know. Anyway. Speaking of not as good as you remember them being, here comes ECW. Next up is Cena versus Sabu. Okay, so Cena lost to RVD, showed the ECW the boost ratings, I think. He beat people up, and then who did Paul Haven send to face Cena on Raw following that time? Balls Mahoney. Balls Mahoney, who lost very quickly. Look, he got, look, he got, come on, it's, your look, name it, is Balls. What? Whose fucking stupid ass idea was it to send Balls with, can you imagine a production meeting? All right. Hey, Vince, I'm Paul Heyman. Who are you going to send out, huh? We got Stevie Richards. He's a good hand. He can, he can, he can, he can have Cena. And he'll, about saying he'll sell. Yeah, he'll make Cena look fucking great. Mm, I don't know, Paul. That sounds dumb. I mean, we got Tommy, we got Tommy Dreamer. If you use him, the storyline to be Cena's attacking the heart and soul of ECW. Nah, I I don't like it because I can't jerk off to it. I know it's funny. How about I have a fat guy? And Cena also not look good at the same time. I'm Fisk, man. Send up balls, Mahoney. Because I want to send up balls. Did you know Omicron came up with Vince McMahon the musical? I have not heard <laughs> I have not heard this, but I need to that's hear this story, in my life. Alright, that's a story for a different day, but I need this in my life. Ah man. I gotta make it. Anyway, so so Cena. Uh, beat up balls, and then Sabu came out and attacked him. And then Cena challenged Sabu to a very specifically defined Extreme Rules Lumberjack match, which is really weird because why would Cena pick this match? I mean, in kayfabe, if you want to beat up Sabu, just do that. Why say, oh man, you can have your roster as you know the Lumberjacks? So, two trains of thought here. The idea. Was that Cena buries a whole roster by Super Cena-ing all of them and beating them up. Mm-hmm. Or you have Cena somehow take on the whole roster and lose, which isn't going to happen. 
Either way, it's dumb. I know you want to feature all your ECW guys in this pay-per-view, but I thought, again, no brand split, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's 2006. Cena isn't exactly Cena yet, so he's still a little nervous. Like, he's, you know, he's confident he's in the ring at all. I was about to say, he's not super Cena yet. This is, uh, okay, we're kind of getting a bit fed up well, with you, Cena. Now will be an excellent time for a heel turn, he's Cena. He's super Cena without the skill. Like, yeah. he's capable. It's not like he's bad. He's just this would, not that good yet. Yeah. Did you, about to say, did you know that Cena actually requested to turn heel to freshen up his character? Because he's not dumb. He was hearing the crowds. He's like, if I go heel right now, I get mega heat and I can make more money with everybody because I get to fight them again as the bad guy. That's true. But because it never built up a second baby face, that's why Vince didn't pull the trigger. Because mm-hmm. in 2012, I don't even know. Who, I mean, you could have had Punk be a baby face, but that wouldn't have been as good. If they were about to say if they were gonna wait that long to pull the tr- pull the trigger on it and let uh Cena be the heel and Punk be the babyface, then Cena would have had to completely heal oh, out at Money in the Bank. Sounds like they should have pushed Daniel Bryan a lot earlier than they did, right? Oh, wow. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Hey Cam, guess who the lumberjacks are? Are for ECW or Team Raw? Both. I wrote them all down. Oh right. Let's go with ECW first because that's gonna be the most huh. All right, there's eight of them. Yeah, you got usual suspects. No. Well, we got the ECW originals. We got Sandman. Yeah, you got usual suspects here. So you got Sandman, Nunzio, Tommy Dreamer, Amish Roadkill. Okay. Balls Mahoney, Justin Incredible, and Stevie Richards. Oh, and Al Snow. Wow. Seven out of the eight of them look like your dad. I loved it, just incredible when he came over when he came to the WWE back in two thousand one. It was like, oh man, I'm gonna get over. Wait, how are you gonna get over? Your two finished moves are the sweet chin music and the tombstone power driver. Fuck off, you're an X Factor. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, okay, let's not steal the attitude there as lines. But still <laughs> but still. Tombstone power driver and the sweet chin music, you think you're gonna get over it? No thanks, bye. I mean, that's true, but he also, I mean, he's a bald head to goatee. How many of those? Guys? You're Horace Hogan. And he was wearing cut off, and he was wearing those cut off shorts. Again, you're, John C. you're Horace Hogan. Oh my God. Yeah, oh, just incredible is a pre evolved Horace Hogan. Like, you evolve into Horace Hogan at level 32, and your cousin is Hulk Hogan. Oh, Jesus. I bet you. Oh, we just talked about his moveset. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Actually, no. Just Incredible looks like a creative, an unoriginal creative player. Dude, he is. He is like creative player, like model two. <laughs> you know, the first one has trunks on. The second one is Just Incredible. You know, I don't even know what else he does really. What else did he do? Um, he helped X. He helped um, X Pac do that uh, tag team finisher. X marks the spot. Oh God! Because that's what we kick. You know, I feel real bad for it. we're gonna stop the painkiller meter because i just realized that with all these lumberjacks there's a lot so subscription i'm gonna stop pad, it subscription pad at the ready I'm just gonna i stop got it, everything yeah. i ever wanted and i'm not also the one of them that does not look like your dad is stevie richards he actually looks like you know he could be like cool Stevie richards says you know 
He's very cut, very in shape. He's not your dad. The rest of them are your dads. He's the cool deacon at church. He's a cool deacon at church that's not trying to hit on the women. Stevie is not going to church. That's fair. All right. On to Sabu and, uh, hey, Cam, on the sobriety meter, how high is Sabu right now? He's a four. Yeah, he's about a four. He hasn't botched that many times. But he's on a four. He's like, he only hit, he only hit like one and a half joints before he came out so he can yeah. actually concentrate because Cena looked at him. Oh, he's definitely on painkillers right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's on painkillers, but he only had that joint. he smoked a little bit, too. He had that one joint. Yeah, he has not gotten he, arrested cause, yet. Because he, he knows when we drive, oh, shit, I got a whole bag in my bag. Yeah, you know it. Everybody's getting high after this. Here are the Lumberjacks for Raw. Boy, you are not ready for this list of rejects. Look at the, lo- look at the lower mid-car and look at it shine. Oh, uh, man. All right, so Val Venus. Poor Val Venus. Matt Stryker, who apparently is not on ECW. Yet, but he is a boy. I love Matt Stryker. Charlie Haas, who he already decided is not a boy. Snitsky. Him and his, his teeth aren't yellow yet. Uh, Yeah, no, not yet. This is not, what's it called? It's not, it's not my fault, Snitsky, yet, right? Well, actually, we're pa- well, actually, we're past that. We're, we haven't okay. got, we're, we're not at foot finish since yet. Oh, I forgot all about that. We have Rob Conway, but look it's at look at me, Rob Conway. With the shades. Viscera, who I don't want to make my boy, but Big Daddy V is my boy. <laughs> uh, Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch, who was never anybody's boys. They were, JR, they were JR's boys because they country. So, Cena comes out to a sort of pop. I thought it'd be bigger, but it's not. Sabu attacks him before the bell begins. Oh, this match is six minutes. So, shit happens quickly. Uh, they, they do, they take turns throwing each other out of the ring. And then their respective brand beats up the other person. Blah, blah, blah. Cena does a Hulk up, though, and attacks ECW Lumberjacks. But when Sabu gets thrown outside, he doesn't because he's not a top guy. So, no Hulk up. Lumberjack spots. Sandman hits Cena with a cane. Sabu hits a triple jump moonsault and does not botch. Wow. I was impressed. Camel clutch. Cena powers out the camel clutch. Sabu nutshots Cena. Then does a triple jump leg drop. And doesn't really botch, but he doesn't leg drop him. He just lands right on Cena's stomach. And I gotta tell you, Cena didn't look ready and it looked sore as shit. Sabu hits an Arabian face buster, which is a leg drop with a chair off the top rope. So far, no real botches. Cena does his comeback, very light cheers, cue in the Lumberjacks to fight. Cena does an AA or FU to Stevie Richards. Sabu throws a chair very hard at Cena's forehead. Very, very hard. It looked fucking brutal. Cena's already got a fucking black eye. Oh, yeah, but this chair thing, dude, it looked miserable. Man. Uh, There's no way he's not concussed. Our concussion meter is now up to two. Cena is put on the table. And then, guess who saves the day? Guess, uh, not, not you, Cam. You don't tell them. America, I'm going to give you five whole seconds while I drink my beer to guess who saves the day. Starting now, count one. Did you get it? Viscera. Viscera saves John Cena. 
from Sabu plunging him on a table. <laughs> so Viscera pulls off Cena or hits, hits, hits Sabu. And Cena gets in the ring. Um, <laughs> and then uh, he throws a chair equally as hard at Sabu. But he didn't do it perfectly to where his head would fold in. Mm-hmm. AA onto the table outside. Sabu barely hit the table. Because he landed um, towards the edge where the uh, legs are. So he didn't fall in the middle. Mm-hmm. So he hit the leg and it fell immediately off. Basically, he hits nothing but the outside. And a little bit of the table. Probably payback for that chair shot that Sabu gave him earlier. Mm-hmm. Match over... Oh, sorry, STFU, then match over at 6 minutes and 38 seconds. Now, why was it this quick, Cam? One, probably one, probably because Sabu can't work that long of a match. Oh, or is it because John Cena can't work that long of a match with Sabu? Also that, and, and I imagine we need at least 15 to 20 minutes for whatever DX has planned for the main event. Or is it because Vince McMahon took up four segments tonight? Also, see, there are a lot of there are a lot of. Also, we had Mick Foley versus Ric Flair in a two out of three falls match. Right, and I bet they went longer than they were given. You know that those two, those those proud motherfuckers, they're like, "What do you mean we have seven minutes?" Nah, man, let's go twelve. We're gonna go twelve. We're gonna go twelve. Actually, I just think they didn't have much for this, and they wanted to get it over quickly. Also, John Cena winning decisively is, for their plan, fine. I, I get it. I don't know why, really, but I'm glad because, they ended it soon. Well, and also, I'm pretty sure the play that they were going for was Cena's going to be challenging for the WWE title at SummerSlam. Might as well build him up strong because Raw doesn't have another pay-per-view until SummerSlam. Well, Cena is shown backstage in the crappy RVD segment where... He, Rob says he respects John for going into ECW in the locker room and shit. And Rob challenges Cena to a title match the next night. So, there you go. There you go. Oh, Cena also loses at SummerSlam. Yeah, but it's not to, yeah, but it's not to RVD. Oh, yeah. So, sorry, guys, real quick. Now, as you can see here, go back. Everybody, go back and watch this match. You can see a Sabu spot where uh, once... Viscera saved today. <laughs> yeah, that's why I watched. So it's like Viscera saving the fucking day. Like who'd have thought? Cena, Cena, can't, Cena can't throw a chair. Dude, no, because Cena was trying to hit him back just as hard, and you could tell it just didn't work. Boy, if Wiz goes off, I am gonna go back and watch that fucking um that shot that Sabu gives him on the outside. It is vicious. Now. Cena is, also, not, Cena is so not a hardcore wrestler. Make sure, guys, you go back and watch where Cena tries to toss Sabu for that AA onto the table. And you can realize that Sabu does not really hit all the table. He just kind of hits it and then falls and then just gets really most of the outside. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. We just watched it back. That shit was brutal, wasn't it? Uh, I was like, man. I was like, oh. That... They should have taken that spot out. Woo, okay. All right. All right, on to the last match, finally. Thank God. Hey, Cam, guess what happened earlier this year? What happened earlier this in, year? In 2006, I mean. What happened? HBK beat Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 22. Guess what else happened? Oh, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. 
HBK joins the Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass Club. And then Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon beat HB Shizzle and Kanye West in a tag team match at Backlash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's funny because Kanye is God. Mm-hmm. And, well, I mean, according to Kanye, by the way, not, not what I think. But, um, yeah, so. Vincent Shane beat HBK and God in the tag team match. You want to... Okay, I, not that I'm the most religious person there, but come on. A, a God... Like, Vince McMahon is God to Vince McMahon. And the last time I checked, he didn't tag with Shawn Michaels. I just don't think he knows how God works. That's all I'm saying. It's because God, God didn't work the Northeast Territories. God worked the Mid-South. Hey, you're right about that. Wait, who's God again? Huh? Wait, who's God again? I was talking about I was talking about God for real because you know it's the Bible Belt, so God worked the South. Oh, you got me, Eddie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is ironic. Which is ironic because the because uh, the ghost of Eddie Guerrero and God worked the this worked the Southern territories, mm-hmm. but Vince McMahon and the Ghostbusters worked the Northeast. <laughs> Wait, which WWE superstars would be in the Ghostbusters? Come on, if you had to redo it. If I had to put if I had to put some WWE Dolph Super Ziggler is definitely one of them. Um Kofi Kingston is the one black guy. Oh yeah. Or Big E. Kofi yeah, gotta be Kofi. Gotta be Kofi. It'd be Kofi. Uh we need somebody smart. We need a smart uh Daniel Bryan would be the Egon. Okay, word. And then we need a nobody. We need a nobody that we have is, Ziggler. That everybody loves. Oh come on. In that case you gotta take Ziggler out. <laughs> <laughs> all okay, right, we're gonna put, if we're gonna, if we're gonna put, so Ziggler's out. All right, all right. So if we're gonna put, a, if we're gonna put a no, if we're gonna put a nobody in there that nobody knows, obviously Zack Ryder. Oh yeah, people love Zack Ryder. Yeah, he's gotta nobody. be. He's a nobody. So he's, dude, he's, so we got Daniel Bryan, Kofi, Zack Ryder. Okay, we need a non-main eventer, but not a jobber. But it it has to be somebody like. Not Christian. I love Christian. Not Christian. But like... William Regal. Done. Yes! Fuck yeah! William Regal. Hell yeah! William Regal, Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan, and Zack Ryder is the WWE Ghostbusters. Somebody tweet this to them and tell them to make it. We watch it. shit out of that. Vince McMahon is Gozer. Remember how we keep telling... (laughs) No, Vince McMahon is Walter Peck. There you go. Remember how you and I keep saying, they should have, if you want to make money, have WWE people redo things they should not be doing. Like Scott Steiner as Hamlet. I'd fucking watch shit out of that. That'd be fucking great. You can have, like, the fucking divas, like, reshoot the movie, I don't know, bring it on. That would actually be good and actually make money. Yeah, have Nikki Cross be Torrance. It won't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go toss. Yeah, you got Charlotte Flair, and then wait, hold on, Charlotte Flair. Who else is around? Bailey. They'll be the black girls that are Clover High, East Clover, or whatever. Yes. <laughs> or East Compton Clovers. Dude, this would be brilliant. Why don't people listen to us? <laughs> they should remake. They should remake. Set it off with Charlotte Tory. <laughs> Charlotte Toy Wilson, <laughs> Bailey, and Nikki Cross. <laughs> and Mickey James. <laughs> I'm doing this for my son. I'm doing this for my son. Oh Milk my god, that'd be amazing. Oh, I love to see Charlotte. Oh, <laughs> all right. You're laughing now. Bailey. You're laughing now. 
Remake Friday with Edge and Christian. That shit would work. That shit would work. I already posted a Facebook thing saying because Ariel was black right now, now. Patton Oswalt and John Mulaney. I, don't fight me on this. Don't I at did, me. I, I didn't. I liked it. I'm talking America. Don't at me, America. Come on. That shit would work. Info Sports now going to get trill that shit, too. I already wrote their bit. Oh, shit. I probably should have said that. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Remake Rush Hour with MVP and Jimmy Wayne Gang. Oh, my God. <laughs> or Sonny Ono. Wait, no, he's not funny. <laughs> Fuck him. Tajiri. Tajiri and Tajiri. MVP. Tajiri and MVP remake Rush Hour. Oh, man, we have to do one of the New Day members. Maybe Xavier Woods and Tajiri. Xavier Woods and Tajiri because they're not that tall, so they will constantly underestimate it. Oh, no, just Xavier Woods is a genius, and Tajiri is a genius. It'll work. See, Vince McMahon, we're doing your job for you. Okay, enough of that. Let's can we remake? Can we remake Forrest Gump with Biggie? Let's stop. Fa- no, no, we're we're making Forrest Gump a Michael P.S. Hayes, <laughs> <laughs> so he can get HIV and die. Oh, I know. Okay, die. God. Why don't we just remake Philadelphia with Michael P.S. Hayes? God. Oh man. Okay, I'm sorry. We're we're remaking Philadelphia with Michael P.S. Hayes as Tom Hanks. And uh, Mark Henry will be Denzel Washington. I gotta apologize to anybody's HIV out there. I want all of you to live. I just really hate Michael P.S. Hayes. I'm sorry. So I'm gonna redo this. We'll do the other Bolin girl. And then we'll cast Michael P.S. Hayes as Anne Bolin. How about that? Remaking Boys in the Hood with the Hardy Boys. Oh my god, that'd be great. <laughs> the Dudley Boys? The Dudley Boys <laughs> and the Hardy Boys. Boys in the Hood. <laughs> Bubba Ray Dudley is Doughboy. They, they did have a tag match where it was Dudley Who Boys was and uh, Hardy Boys. Who they Su- face? Survivor Series 2000. They face Agent Christian and Wright and Sister. That's right. Boys in the Hood. We gotta get back to this pay-per-view before I piss off. Like, I think I've alienated almost every group of people. like Except like Europeans. Give me a second. I'll get to you. Can one more? Can we re, can we remake can we remake Detective Pikachu? <laughs> With who Hornswoggle as Pikachu? That'd be no, like, no, no. We'll just let Becky Lynch do it. Can William Regal be Pikachu's voice? Yes. Hi, <laughs> Master Becky. Vault tackle. Oh, you've done it now. You're going to make a big mistake. That's Undertaker's music. <laughs> it's super effective. Super effective. Hey, guys, I'm going to play a fun game at home. Sing every WWE entrance song you like as Creed. That's fun. It is. Okay, we're really going to move. Okay, we're definitely we're going on next day now because I'm tired. And I'm ready to get this thing over with. I'm tired of vengeance. So, after Vince and Shane beat God, Spirit Squad came out, beat up Sean... And Sean had to legit get a knee surgery, so they wrote him off script. And then they feuded until Vince ordered Triple H to break Sean's skull. H turns face. They remake DX after Sean comes back. And then they dumped a whole bunch of green cum on Spirit Squad. And Vince, they said Vince loves cocks, and they sent him a live rooster. At some point, they sent out a midget Spirit Squad because it's 2006. And for some reason, Vince McMahon thinks little people are funny. It's not funny. Somebody tell them it's not funny. So Spirit Squad does a whole bunch of shit. DX is here. Last match, thank God. Spirit Squad's okay. also Vince's idea. Because... Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to jump in. Okay. Well, 
Yeah, go. Two things. That vent that uh WrestleMania match Vince and Sean had, that was voted match of the year because 2006 fucking sucks. Wait, that can't be match of the no, year. No, that match it, sucked. It is match of the fucking year. I guarantee it. But by who? Uh Wrestling Observer. Suck my dick. Who the fuck does that shit? I'm telling you, it is ma- I'm telling you, it won match of the year. RBD Edge that I just watched today was better than that. It was voted match of the fucking year. I <sighs> kid you not. And one more and one more. Oh, but God, God doesn't win match of the year. God didn't work WrestleMania, did he? <laughs> that's true. Hey, that's true. I can't say nothing about that. And God's 0 and 1. <laughs> and second thing. I'm not gonna lie. I laughed my ass off during watching I rewatched all the DX segments from their whole run from 2006 and I laughed I laughed I don't care I don't well, care if it makes you're me lame juvenile. because it's not funny I, I don't care if it makes me if it makes me seem juvenile and stupid and whatever it's, it's just I not laughed. funny I laughed I thought some of it was funny it's not funny a lot of a lot a lot of it's the really shit not. they did when they dressed up is when they dressed up and did the stand back video that was funny I'm not that, gonna lie oh, I enjoy- on, that's really I watched that recently too it's not that funny I laughed at some of this Remember shit. Remember when Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho made fun of the Sandback movie thing they did? I did. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't funny either. Well, I'm just saying, I laughed at some of this stuff. I actually enjoyed some of it. So if that makes me a terrible person, so be it. I'm already I'm already you, a stigma for liking John Cena. You already know it doesn't make you terrible. I am no. already about to say I already like I already like John Cena and I laughed at this DX. No, shit. liking John Cena and Spider Man Two makes you terrible. Spider Man Two, Spider Man Two was the okay one. Spider Man Three, it wasn't. So. It wasn't okay. Yes, it was. It, it was not okay. Are we, are we, are we it really, was not. I'm table. not letting this go. I, I'm I, not I'm either. Spider Man Two was the it, good one. Spider Man Three. How? There was only. Two good scenes in Spider-Man 3. No, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was good. The first one was tolerable. The rest of them were stupid. And you Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 2 was good. Right. Spider-Man 3, Spider-Man 3, there's only two good scenes. No, he made the one where the one where the one where Sandman, one where Sandman is created and no. it has a nice music. No, that That's ridiculous. a good scene. And at the end and at the end when Venom and uh Sandman team up what? and Venom writes in his web, Spider-Man come stop us no. if you can. Hey. That was pretty you cool. That's the absolute... only good things no. about Spider-Man no. 3. No. This is why you should cast Santino Morella as Spider-Man. Absolutely not. Spider-Man is not it's Italian. Great. Yeah, but the point is the miscast, Cam. That's the I, point. Point I, of this. Well, then if we're gonna, ca- or if we're gonna cast, just we're gonna like ca- Spider-Man miscast Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. If we're gonna, if we're gonna cast Sam, <laughs> if we're gonna, well, I'll say if we're gonna miscast Santina Marella, Santina Marella is obviously Superman. That'd be great. I watch it. I mean, let's I, take it a step further. Since people are mad about Ariel, Santina Marella is Spawn. Tell that me, would be great. that would be hilarious. I watch the shit out of that. Vince McMahon is Batman. Oh man, that'd be great too. I love it. Stopping zero crime. Ha ha, where's Joker? God damn it. Ha ha ha. Joker didn't work this territory. <laughs> I booked Joker to book I booked Joker to blow up the hospital. I'm not paying any taxes and all these things in a bat cave. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck that new bitch. Curse Catwoman. Alright, let's go over his spirit squad briefly. Johnny Jeter was trained by Eugene and signed OVW 2003. Nothing really of note here, so we'll move on. Mitch was a standout athlete who tried to get in the NFL. So he tried to get in the combine, they wouldn't let him. 
because he got kicked off his college team for fighting. So, when that failed, he did season four of Tough Enough along with The Miz and Ryback. Really? Which he did not win, but Daniel Pewter did. Not to be confused with Daniel Powder, who has the number one song of 2016, 2006, according to the Billboard, you're in charge with Bad Day. Fuck your Bad Day. Yeah. Mikey, who is Mike Mondo from New York. That's pretty much all there is about him before then. I will go after what everyone did afterwards. Kenny, who is 19, because when they debuted, JR not shut the fuck up about him being 19. I think he's actually 20 now, but he was 19 at some point, and I know this because I wouldn't shut up about it. He began wrestling at age 13 or 15, which because he got trained by Killer Kowalski. And so, he got sent to OVW before his 18th birthday, per WWE request. So, right after he turned 17, he went to go train at OVW. Was he still in high school? Yeah. He even, well, he got his GD. Or, not sorry, he didn't get GD. He did some early thing where he could, anyway. I don't really know. I didn't research that part. But I know he finished. That's all I do know. Mm -hmm. He finished high school. Okay. Even, so... He made his WWE debut at 17 uh, on May 12, 2003, where he came on as Ken Phoenix. And he answered our favorite Rodney Max 5-Minute White Boy Challenge. So Rodney Max, Rodney oh my God. You moved in the back middle of the tent. Ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh, Teddy yeah. Long theme song. Holla, holla, tag match, bitch. Okay, Rodney Mack's a great person. We met him. He's fucking lovely. Yes. He's a lovely person. He we talks just, to everybody. We just we just love that his five-minute challenge is called the White Boy Challenge, where he just beat up White Boy. I am mad that I didn't see his wife, Jazz, because, one, I'm afraid of her. But, two, like, I would have loved to see Jazz. You know, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. Rodney Mack's a very nice person. He beat up a lot of White Boys, though. We saw him wrestle in uh, Mississippi, right? Yeah. He was in Bahia. It was awesome. Again, it was good. That was in also good the, shape. That was also that was also the night we met Mickey James. He's a lot more high yellow than I remember. <laughs> anyway, okay, that's enough of the uh, Spirit Squad. DX do their stupid DX intro. I I'm so over this fucking pay per view. Hey, um, I hate 2006. I wanna uh, I kind of wanna point out one more thing before we get started with this DX shit. Did you notice there was no women's title match tonight? I'm getting that. I will get to that. Okay. Yeah, so. Um, H looks really old, by the way. Why does H look older here than he does in, like, present day 2019? Because he doesn't have abs right now. Right, because he can't take steroids because he's still an active member of the roster. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Sean, also being a Christian, can't actually say suck it. That's why he just puts the mic up. Secondarily, he sinned by robbing Billy Gunn's only real contribution to wrestling. Mm. You mean it wasn't being a 1999 King of the Ring? Wait, what? I'm sorry. I, I, I erased that from my mind. So did WWE. I only have so much except RAM, for, except, <laughs> except for when uh, Edge won it and he said, I promise not to Billy Gunn this King of the Ring. I remember that. <laughs> that, that was awesome. great. That was a great line. Yeah, there's so much memory here. I have to get rid of some things. And Billy Gunn's one of them. Okay, oh. next out is but Bill, but Mickey. Bi- but oh. Billy and Chuck was nice. I love Billy and Chuck. I just don't remember his whole King of the Ring thing you're talking about. 1999 was a strange time. Next out is Mikey, Kenny, Johnny, Mitch, and Dolph Ziggler. 
<laughs> Guys, Dolph Ziggler was a cheerleader. Dude, Mitch is such a douche name. I fucking love it. Like, for a heel, like Mitch. Like, I just love that name. It's the, that's a Mitch is a good, good douche name. One of them should have been named Kyle. Kyle, definitely. Brody. Um, Caden. Caden. Caden, absolutely. Fad. Tanner, soccer. Those are all soccer player names. Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> with a G, though. With, with a, a G. G. Like, seriously, name. find your local soccer team that has white guys on it. Those are all heel names. Guaranteed. Zeke. Like, uh, those are... Okay, I actually have friends named all of those names. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice for you to get my shout out on the podcast. Oh, and they're listening to this, too. So... <laughs> Anyway, those are white frat boy names, even though every person I named is definitely white. So DX is, <laughs> DX is in their first reunion back. H is a face for the first time in five years. The Spirit Squad is definitely going to win this thing, right? Sean and Mitch start the match. Now, I wrote more for this because there's some lame shit and I bitch a lot. So I don't remember seeing any of these guys wrestle, like, you know, in my memory bank, all I remember is Dolphin Kenny. I don't remember anybody else. So Sean plays and Mitch a little bit, chops him. Mitch gets aggressive and does some really good punching. And I was impressed. Mitch's punches did not look bad. Sean chops him some more. And I can only imagine this was hazing. And Sean literally fights all five of them in the corner. Comes out on top. Just beats the fuck out of all five of them. Makes them all look like jabronis. Well, this is what happens when Goku and Vegeta fight the Ginyu Force. Well, I'm actually okay with this because I get that their whole thing right now is to be five jabronis. Yeah. And I get that. That's why there's five of them. I, I understand. I just, I don't really like it because how can five, how can Sean's old ass fight five people? Well, all I'm saying is this is, let's say I would much prefer this than let's say the Nation of Domination reforms and... They job out the DX again. Can we just have the Nation of Domination reform with, like, Kenny Dykstra and The Miz? <laughs> we are the we are the Nation of the domination. domination, and I'm Barry Horowitz. <laughs> it just it's all right, guys. I just the, I love miscast. All right, new Nation of Domination: Miz, Dolph Ziggler. Oh man, come on, we can do this. Zack Ryder. Uh, Zach wait, we already used him for one thing. Uh, oh, uh, oh, uh Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins, absolutely. Oh, uh, who else is who else is uh, uh, you need since Owen Hart was in, you can put one black guy in, maybe Apollo Cruz. We're not putting Apollo Cruz, he's too good for this. We're putting in No Way Jose. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> hell fucking yeah. No way Jose would be great. And the last and the last the leader. The leader of the bunch, Drake Maverick. Wait, that does make sense, though. He's the opposite of Farouk. Mm-hmm. But so, I like Drake Maverick. All right, so we will switch him for Drew Gulak. Oh, man, Drew Gulak would be great as a nation leader. <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking kidding? We just made a brand new stable. Oh. We are the nation. Oh, this is awesome. We are the nation. A domination. Check out our PowerPoint presentation. Oh my god, damn. That's the greatest fucking thing. That is the greatest fucking thing. Damn it. That's good. WWE, please remake the... But I want racial overtones. 
with all white people. Please, and don't worry, I'm black. I can say this. I want I want racial overtones. I want Drew Gulak saying shit like, oh man, a white man can't get up in this world anymore. <laughs> I want Curtis. I want a Kurt Hawking to come out, and he and everything he says is a rhyme because he thinks he's a rapper. Oh wait, okay, uh, yeah, you know what? Fine, let's do that. And And then I want No Way Jose now has a British accent. I want Kofi will lose this title by the time anybody hears this. I want a fucking Drew Gulak versus Kofi Kingston match for the title. Please make it happen, WWE. If you don't do it, you're racist. That's all I'm saying. Well, Drew Gulag right now is Cruiserweight Champion, so can we have title for title? Yeah, sure. Whatever. I just want to see Drew Gulag lead the Nation of Domination. The white version. If they don't do this, they're racist. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is that is one of the best ideas we've had. And we've had a lot of good ones on this Oh, man. Absolutely. That's the best one. I mean... I can't new nation, new nation of domination, nation of domination 2000, but it's 2019. Shut up. Who cares? <laughs> Call it 2000 anyway. Cause it's shit. That's the point. <laughs> it just, it'd be great. Okay. I got really okay, sidetracked. I, 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 I'm I think, sorry. I guys. think we need to comment on this. Oh, I, I, I got this. Okay. Okay. So where was I? Oh yeah. After a punching, Sean walks over to H after he fucked over everybody in the corner. And it also looked like that Sean potatoed the shit out of Johnny because Johnny is bleeding. So Johnny gets in the ring and he spits some blood on Sean Michaels, which I'm sure made him very happy. Sean looks pissed off because you can see him say something. I don't know what he said, though. Johnny puts on a headband, does some shit for comedy. H comes in, more comedy from Johnny. And that's where I guess that these guys do their job because they're supposed to be chicken shit frat boy heel fodder. I'm not going to lie. I did like how Johnny did the whole Karate Kid thing and Shawn Michaels just walked away and tagged in Triple H. Yeah. That was funny. I mean, Johnny's bleeding like a yeah, lot. Yeah, I, I wish someone would give him a towel to wipe that off or to check it or something. Oh, it's 2006, dog. Do what you got to do. I do respect I mean, Johnny, though, just getting in there. He's just, just does It's like, does. it's time for my spot. I'm going to do my fucking spot. That's right. Oh, man. Well, you know, broken nose, whatever. DX does all sorts of heel tactics because that's what DX does. I don't really care. This match is boring. I'm fucking bored. It's a well, so it's a comedy match. There's no drama involved in this. You know why? Because it's Goku and Vegeta versus the versus the Ginyu Force, and this is after Goku and Vegeta have learned Super Saiyan. Which one of these guys is fucking Ginyu? Ginyu is at least something to deal with. Uh, then that would be Dolph Ziggler. I think it's Kenny at this point. At this point is at this point is uh Kenny, but Dolph is definitely Jice. Because he's from Space Australia. Because he's from Space Australia. Spice Australia. Gotta get the spices. Go watch Team Four Star. Okay. Oh, so uh, a little side note. I introduced one of my coworkers at work to uh, Dragon Ball Z Bridge. He loves it. Dude, hell yeah. I mean, it's the, like the best thing on YouTube still. I I mean, little Karibro, Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge. Still love it. Alright, Mikey's tagged in. Now, again, bored. So finally some offense from the squad. Kenny grounds up his people to throw H into the steps, which is their first offensive move, really. Kenny gets in. Oh, don't forget, Kenny's 19. Out of the five of them, Kenny does look the most comfortable. Random fact, Kenny started training with Killer Kowalski when he was 13. He Mm. approached him, and then, this is what Kenny said now. You take this for what it is. 
when Kowalski's like, no, you're 13. Kenny said, well, I can be a WWE and I'm 18. And that's when Kowalski trained him. I can't find any solid proof that that happened. I'm wasn't, just saying that's what Kenny said. Wasn't Killer Kowalski the same guy that trained Triple H? I don't know, dude. Who, who gives a fuck? Deshaun tunes up the band. <laughs> the squad comes in to help Johnny, who's, who uh, actually hit Sean with a very nice trouble in paradise. I, I'm actually impressed. They look pretty good. Dolph Ziggler gets to tag in, does nothing, and then tags in Johnny again, who JR calls Bloody Johnny. You ain't see that movie? You know that Bloody Marianne movie? Bloody Johnny? Where you go into a mirror three times and you say, I screwed over my push. Screwed over my push. Yeah, say that three times. Well, if you're Kenny, you say it in a mirror. If you're Kenny, you say it in a mirror three times. They'll give you a fur to well, dead fur to wrap around. What do you think happened to Ryback? We Or if you, or if you're Kenny, you say it in a mirror three times. John Cena steals your girl. I mean, in all fairness, of course he was. Of course he's gonna steal his girl. It's John Cena. Is Mister Steal Your Girl? And that's why John Cena lost his wife, and we still don't know what that settlement is. One day that's gonna come out. We're all gonna go. I Damn. can't wait. Um, oh yeah, so Sean's on the outside, and then Kenny gets a chair, and he whacks the fuck out of HBK. Well, I say that he hit man. He just, I bet Sean said give it to me or something, and Kenny hit the fuck out of him, and Sean's like, wait, that was too hard. You know he's getting a lecture after this. Anyway, squad tagging each other in, do a whole bunch of offense, and then... Ric Flair's hepatitis blood is still on the mat. And you can see Shawn Michaels mouth the orders to these guys. Camera angles are off. That's how you can tell. Mm -hmm. At some point, Kenny applies a shit Cobra Clutch. It looks fucking horrible. He bails on it halfway and it does a shit Taz well, mission. If it's about to say, if it's a shit Cobra Clutch, can we just call it Snake Grab? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. So it's a shit Taz mission called the ass mission. <laughs> the mission on that ass. I don't care for five seconds. HBK says fuck it and fights out. Cause it don't last long. It's mm -hmm. meant to be a rest hold. HBK's like, this is stupid. He fights out of it. I take back what I said about Kenny being comfortable. Now Dolph is the most comfortable. Because during his whole thing. Okay, so H doesn't even look interested. You see him out in the ring. He's just, he's just not even trying. He's just like, well, whatever. You know, blah. So then Sean reaches for a tag. H remembers, oh shit, I'm the baby face. So then Spirit Squad do all the tag team moves in SmackDown vs. Raw video game. Yeah, they do. HBK counters him and does a double, 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 double T. <laughs> a I, would, <laughs> I would love a in and out double, double right now. Oh my God, I fucking love in and out burger. It's the best fucking burger ever. Um, they do a double DD or HBK is double DT them hot tag to H who just punches and spine busters and he didn't really clear house as much as he's just tidied up <laughs> that hot tab that hot tag was lukewarm yeah it was I mean it wasn't really a hot tag you know he might have mopped the floor a little bit you know what I'm saying like not he didn't yeah. mop he didn't mop he didn't mop the floor he just put he just hit it he just hit it touched it up with that Swiffer yeah, yeah, yeah. He just dusted off like the TV with the T-shirt. Anyway, well, well, he knew, well, he knew company was coming. 
and he might get some later, so he just want to straighten up a little bit. Yeah, he just threw everything in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> Along, he threw everything in the closet, but he took out all his homophobic jokes. Uh, Mikey does a 450 off the trampoline onto the squad. Sean moves out the way. And then Kenny goes inside, acts scared, gets pedigreed. Mikey takes a super kick, three count, DX win, and a shocking finish to... If you're the five, drama, maybe. The drama, the drama of this match had me on the edge of my seat. Hey. I was so fucking glad when this match ended. I can't tell you, man. 17 I minutes. Uh, see? I told you. Like, we could have we shaved off 10 minutes of this match and given it to, like, someone who deserved it. Like, either that Edge or RVD match or the uh, IC title match. That would be great. Man, it, anything. You could have put... I mean, anything. I mean, you could have split so, the difference between them, gave both of them an extra five minutes to work. I've been fine with that. So after the match, there's some shit that happens because 17 minutes is only the match length. This goes on like 25 minutes. Mitch and Dolph take super ticks. Johnny, Johnny takes a pedigree. And Kenny said, so Kenny in an interview said before the match, they were all arguing about who's going to take a super kick from Sean since they're all HBK marks. Uh-huh. Uh, Mitch gets his face shoved in Triple H's clearly tanned ass because they planned the spot because his ass is really tan. And right after that, they so camera pull Triple H pulls his trunks up and the camera zooms in all the way on Triple H's ass. It is uncomfortable. You can tell Vince McMahon told him to do that. And then Vince comes out and simply says, I'll see you tomorrow night. Thank God that is the end of Vengeance 2006. That was a fucking chore. I hate you, and I hate 2006. Guess what? 2006 gets better. You know why? Because DX is going to face the Spirit Squad in, in uh, Saturday Night's main event. And guess what the outcome of that we match is? We are not uh, reviewing that. What's the outcome of that match that you've never they seen? They obviously win. Of course I read up on it. They, I, man... We're not yeah, doing yeah, it. Next pay-per-view we're doing is not 2006. Huh, jokes, on, jokes on you. <laughs> jokes on you is going to be like 2010. Nope, I picked the next one. <gasps> I picked the first one. You picked this one. I get the next one. Ha! <laughs> Plot twist. Do you uh, like that? I wonder. I oh, gee, Cam. I really hated this. Oh, what am I going to do to torture you? Oh, I don't know. There's some SummerSlam 95. There's some WCW bullshit. Oh, are you kidding me? I've already done World War Three ninety-six. Maybe I'll do Sin in 2001. Sid, Sid breaks his leg. You don't know what I'm going to do. But what you can guarantee is going to be terrible. Yeah? Maybe I'll do Fatal 4-Away. Remember when we tried to watch it and we both quit? <laughs> Oh, God. I, I can't make it through that pay-per-view. I'm sorry. I can't do it. No one next, suggests us do that, because I can't. I cannot ne- do next, it. I'm about to say Nick should be suggesting doing a pay-per-view from last year. Well, I wanted to do Bash 2004 because of the Concrete Crypt match. I mean, that thing's ridiculous. Actually, you know, there's actually a difference between the Great American Bash and the Bash. Yes, there is. We might have to do the Bash. Great American Bash is racist. I'm kidding. It's not racist. Oh, okay. okay. Let's go over to Aftermath some stuff. Then we can talk about what we're going to do next. Okay. So, as you saw already, DX beat Spirit Squad at Saturday Night Main Event. And then DX beat Shane and Vince at SummerSlam. 
with the help of like nine people. And I didn't write them down because I didn't care. I was ready for this shit to be over with. I remember some of those people. Spirit, you know, Mr. Kennedy was one of them. Uh, William Regal's one of them. Yep. Uh, Spirit Squad lose a tag titles in November to Ric Flair and whom, Cam? Roddy Piper. That's right. And then, a little bit after that, Roddy Piper had a medical emergency, so he couldn't make it to the uh, Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Because they lost him at Cyber Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ron Simmons took his place in that match. So uh, the Spirit Squad were disbanded in November 2006 when they lost a 5-on-3 match to DX and Ric Flair. And they were put in the crate. And what stamp was on that crate? OVW. Louisville, Kentucky. And it's pronounced Louisville, as I have been told. I'm sure it's Louisville, but go ahead. No, it's Louisville, as people from there have told me. And they gave me some shit about it. Now, if you're in Mississippi, it's Louisville. I've been told that too. So, Kentucky, Louisville. If you're in Mississippi, it's Louisville. If you're in Missouri, it's Louisville. Yeah. I made that last one up. But the first two are real. Let's talk about what happened to the Spirit Squad after they left. Johnny left OVW in 2008 due to a painkiller addiction. Ding in that column. Mitch was released in May 2007, but don't feel bad for him because he dated Tori Wilson for five years. He can fuck off. Yeah. He also blames his relationship on Tori and why he didn't get a fair shake in WWE. And then he tried MMA and lost his only fight by knockout. Mikey was released in 2008, but he went back to OVW and FCW in 2010. He also went to ROH, Ring of Honor, in 2010. And he was all over the place. Did a whole bunch of matches. Made a pretty good living for himself. And he and Kenny came back in 2016 to the dubs during Dolph's feud with The Miz. Remember that? Mm Mm-hmm. And they were in ROH. Um, Mikey and Kenny both were... They did a match in ROH in 2017. Kenny was renamed Kenny Dykstra because of which Hall of Fame baseball player? Lenny Dykstra. Huh. Rumor is Vince or someone else that's higher up heard that name, thought it was funny, and put it on Kenny as a rib. That's the rumor, but I don't really know. I believe you. Another rumor is one of them just really liked Lenny Dykstra. But I mean, he Lenny Dykstra, I think, had a problem with gambling or some shit like that. He's like one of those polarizing people. Like, a lot of drugs, a lot of gambling, whatever. He had an on-screen relationship with Victoria, which I'm jealous he even gets to touch her because Victoria is amazing and mm-hmm. I love her. And he was briefly in a tag team with Johnny Nitro before Nitro got drafted to ECW and was rechristened John Morrison. Then Kenny was also released in 2008, but has since made appearances for Dragon Gate, Chikara, and Ring of Honor. Oh, and a lucky bastard also dated literally the most beautiful woman in the world, Mickey James. She is number one. Mickey James is the most beautiful woman in the world. Hands down, it's not close. Mm-hmm. It's her. It's her. Don't, don't give me your Alexa Bliss bull. Not, not you, Cam. You're talking the world. You Omniverse. Don't give me your Alexa Bliss bullshit. Don't give me. Mickey James can sing, she can play instruments. 
She even has a single with the Yin Yang Twins. Which is terrible. Oh, yeah. Song fucking sucks. But Mickey James is still the most beautiful woman in the world. All right. Wind down, finally. Around 6,800 people attended the event. Even though this arena could fit 20,000, they had the stage and all that blah, blah, bullshit. With 320,000 pay-per-view buys, which is up or down from last year, Cam? That is down. Yep, it's down from 2005's Vengeance, because that uh, 2005 had 420,000 buys. Now, how did 2006 Vengeance make more money than 2005 Vengeance? I don't know. They raised the price. Oh, okay. So they raised all the prices on pay-per-views to offset the lower buys. That was becoming a trend. Mm-hmm. So they went from thirty-four ninety-five to thirty-nine ninety-nine two thousand six for all the B pay-per-views, and they started charging more on tickets, and that's how they started to offset it. So they started making more pay-per-views and make more money, but then once they started realizing less people were buying them, they actually just raised the price because they relied on the dedicated viewers to keep buying them because they're going to buy them almost at any price which sounds horrible but it's a good business tactic and it worked so over the years that's how they started to offset the price of people buying them less and then the network was fueled by how can we keep doing it because people kept buying less and less of them and network is fueled by how can we control it and as well make our own money and not do the whole pay-per-view split so the network, if if you're WWE, the network's a great idea. If you are, let's say, ESPN, it's not. Because your core audience really isn't diehard people. And then other people can provide what you have. If you're WWE, only you can provide what you have. So your hardcore fans are going to stick with you. Mm-hmm. So, shit, that's the most sense I've made since we began. Indeed. MVP and match of the night. Let's see. MVP. MVP. Well, I'm going to have to say um, fucking Edge. Because that dude that, that dude is on a hot streak right now that can't be stopped. Match of the night, obviously, going to be DX versus Spears. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm yeah, cool. I'm, yeah. Ki- I'm kidding. Yeah. Now, uh, match of the night is RVD versus Edge. I agree. Um, I love Edge. I really do. But because Lita had those bangs, I cannot give him my MVP. I'm giving it to RVD because he is crazy. All those bumps he took. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way someone said to him, hey, RVD, do you want to do this stuff? I bet RVD is like, hey, I want to do this shit. And then someone backstage is like, really? And RVD is like, yeah, don't worry, it'll be cool. I mean, and the least valuable player tonight is painkillers. Don't do them. Please. <laughs> Please. Okay, so. Sorry, guys. It's just, I'm just looking out for you, that's all. Guys, I'm looking through some of the names for some of the WCW pay-per-views. What the fuck is Battle Bowl? Oh, my God, I'm watching that. I have to see... 1993? Oh, wait. Uh, I know what this is. Because during my um, during my World War III thing, I was looking at how DDP won the Battle Bowl. 
I'm just looking at some of the names of these WCW pay-per-views. They said Beach some of, Blast. Some of, them, some of them sound okay. Bash at the Beach is okay. Capital Combat doesn't sound that bad. Um, Let's see. Chi-Town Rumble, obviously. In Wait, Chicago. how do they put Great American Bash in there with WWE people? What is Greed? Oh, the that was... fuck the, is that? It's a WCW pay-per-view. They only had... Oh, it's 2001. 2001. Oh, you know I'm watching that. Is that the last one or is it Sin? I don't know. Wait, Which this one, wait, this happened in March. This is the last one. So who wait? Who told me Sin was the last one? Sin is January. Yeah. Well, this is the last one because this is March because WCW went out. In oh, March. good. That means I'm gonna watch uh, Sid's leg break. Ooh, guess who's a key shoe in for what we're gonna do? Okay, I'm okay with Mayhem. That's Halloween Havoc is still. You right? remember that shitty video game WCW Mayhem? Yeah. Yeah, that was January. See, Sin, yeah, Sin was January. I like I like I like the name Starcade. The name Starcade is great. The name Slamboree is stupid. Wrestle War is stupid. Uncensored is stupid. Boy, if I really want to kill you though, I'll give you a World War Three. God, that shit is horrible. New Blood Rising. I can only imagine how bad that is. It's gotta be two thousand. All right, it's two thousand. Fuck off. Okay, guys. So here's my MVP match for the night. Wait, I already gave you that. So anyway, I'm gonna tell you real quick about my first and second runs through this. First time I watched it, I had very little idea what's going on, but I will say the DX Spirit Squad video package was pretty good. It adequately brought me up to speed on everything because, of course, it did. And H and Vince doing stuff. The Cena Savvy package was also pretty good, but I didn't really pay attention. There is nothing for Kane vs. Gallows. There is nothing for the IC Tile match. There is nothing for Ric Flair and Mick Foley. So I didn't know what was happening during any of those matches. That's why I wrote the notes I did, where I couldn't figure out what was happening. No women's match. At the risk of sounding sexist, that's probably a good thing. It's 2006. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that Trish, Lita, Mickey James, and Molina were all on Raw. And so, so then I was like, wait a minute, you mean to tell me you couldn't get two of those four women for a match? Like, come on, like, what the fuck? But then I also realized that they were still doing Braun Payne's matches and two-minute contests at this point. And I've been spoiled by Becky Lynch, Sasha, and everything that is NXT. So overall, Cam, I give this pay-per-view a 2006 out of 10. Because it's 2006. This pay-per-view is perfectly 2006. It was mediocre. RVD Edge was great. Icy Tile match was good. Everything else was forgettable. I hate DX. I hate DX. I really fucking hate DX. They're not good. Why does everybody think it was good? It's not good. I'd watch this twice, Cam. I'd watch it twice. Okay? I was also texting and playing Neverwinter because it couldn't keep my attention. Fuck you. I hate 2006. You're welcome. Alright. That was a really long one. Thanks, guys, for listening. I don't know what we're going to do next time, but we'll figure it out. Anything you want to say? Final thoughts, Cam? Anything you want to do? Here. I'm glad I was able to torture you with 2006. It was just as shitty as I remember. I am going to murder you on this next one, dude. I am going to murder your face. And I'm going to make you watch the whole thing with me. Access Podcast presents Wrestling is Terrible. Thank you for listening.